Hey, this is Aaron. And Melissa. And we're Trending Spokane, a weekly podcast all about the latest in the Lilac City. Finding out what is happening right now in Spokane can be overwhelming, but not if you're an insider. Join us as we shine light onto the latest happenings and chat about the future of our city. Each episode will introduce you to people you want to know, places you need to visit, and local knowledge you can't live without. We will help you get out and get involved. Episodes are dropping soon, and make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts now. We are so happy to welcome Amy Higgins from Rotary 21 to today's episode. Welcome to Trending Northwest. Thank you. And Amy and I go way back. I have been really lucky to get to help with social media for the Rotary 21 organization. It's a local nonprofit that's a service-based organization that helps so many different people in Spokane through their philanthropic work. So we are really excited to have you on the podcast and get to just hang out. Great. It'll be fun. It sure will. And we have been fascinated by the work that you do, especially Mm -hmm. as the leader of a service-based organization. You have so many different people and personalities that you're in charge of, and it can be a really challenging job, but a really rewarding one. So let's start with the question, what made you want to become board president at Rotary? (laughs) Was it Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Kyle is a big part of it. Um, Kyle Ware is our um, previous our most recent past president. Um, but not only Kyle, but all, there's a lot of really fantastic people that have led our club over many years. And um, I would say all of them are mentors in various ways and um, make you want to be a better person in the world because of what you've seen them do leading Rotary. So um, beyond that, you know, you talked about um, – kind of leading all these people. Well, you 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 are the figurehead, but at the same time, we have so many amazing people that chair our committees that the chairs and the people on those committees, they do all of the work. So um, while I might drop into their meetings and just listen so I'm aware of what's going on, the committee level is really where all of our work happens. Um, in addition to that, we're very lucky in that we have a full-time employee, Jenna Carroll is her name, and um, I don't think any one of us could lead such a large organization without her. So, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so I need to yeah. give her props because um, you know she's amazing and kind of keeps us all on track. So she's definitely the center of that rotary gear. Yes, you know <laughs> she is. Yeah. Yes, for sure. That's yeah. interesting. So I was aware of Rotary back in Arizona. I received a scholarship actually from them for college. Um, are all of the Rotaries kind of the same, or are they a little bit different? And can you tell us about Rotary Twenty One in particular? Sure. Well, Rotary itself is a is a very old organization. Our club in particular was founded in 1911, so wow. we're um, you know over a hundred years old, obviously. Okay. Um, but there are over 3,000 clubs worldwide. So, and they vary. Rotary's kind of evolved over the years where, um, you know, it, for a long time it was men only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, women were let in. And um, now we have different kinds of clubs. So some are uh, cause-based. They're focused on the environment. Or uh, we even learned of a club at our convention that we went to in June that is focused on um, stopping sex trafficking. So, you know, very cause-based clubs. There are some that are online only, which obviously I think those sprouted up during COVID, which makes a lot of sense. (laughs) There are young Rotarian clubs called Rotaract and Interact. So um, Rotaract is usually for young people who have graduated high school but aren't really settled fully into their career yet. And then Interact is in the high school um, age group. So 
all different kinds of Rotary clubs. Um, Rotary International's website goes through all all of them. And in Spokane, we have probably I probably should have looked this up before I came here, but I think there's probably six or seven clubs right here in Spokane. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So yeah, no our club being Rotary Twenty One, we were the twenty first club ever formed. Oh my so gosh! That's, that's why cool. we kind of tout the twenty one number a lot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, because over three thousand clubs are in existence. So, um, so that's kind of a. a uh, you know, a point of pride for us. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And you have more than one connection to Rotary. You got a scholarship, but you also know the upcoming Rotary president because you dog sat for her. Yes, I did. Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Stephanie Page is our um, vice president right now. Mm -hmm. So she will be president. So she, we have kind of a two-year lead up to your presidency. So she serves a year as vice president, then she becomes president-elect and then president. So- Um, so in not next July, but the one after Stephanie will lead our organization. So yeah, she was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And in between we have Rod Price, Mm -hmm. um, who will be our president July 1st. So he is so wonderful too. Yes. I love how you all rotate the responsibility of being president. So regularly instead of a four year term or a longer term, um, it really helps to bring a totally different energy each year. Yeah. I, I always loved Kyle with his F words of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Like what was fiduciary the last? Uh, like well, so, he is a stockbroker, right? Right. <laughs> or financial planner, I should say. Yeah. yeah. And he had such a, a distinct personality. And this year, your leadership has been a completely different style and equally lovely. And it brings a diversity in perspective mm-hmm. to the organization yeah. as a whole. And I keep trying to convince Melissa to join Rotary because I think she'd be an excellent Rotarian, mm-hmm. a Gonzaga graduate, and you know, deeply involved in the business community here. So for those of you who are listening, Amy, would you please explain to people why they should join Rotary? Yeah. So Rotary being a service organization is really all about service above self. That's that's the Rotary tagline that's been in place for many, many years. So with our club, it's really a group of like-minded people that really want to see a better local community, peace in the world. Um, they want to eradicate disease. Um <laughs> education, um, all different kinds of causes. So in with Rotary, you know, you might make a small donation each year as part of your, your fiduciary duty. <laughs> Kyle will love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the club and what you commit to do. But Rotary, because it's so large on an international scale, can compound that donation. So, you know, if you were to donate, for example, you know, a or something like that. That money is really compounded by committee work, by matching grants, um, by other challenges that that are thrown out amongst Rotarians. I'll donate X if you donate X. And, you know, and then that is just compounded. So there's so much more that can be done at a service level to eradicate and um, help all of those problems in the world that we face. Um, because that money is compounded. And then also, it's not just money, it's boots on the ground. And there are many Rotarians that travel um, to all all p- different kinds of places around the world to um, administer um, polio vaccines mm-hmm. or um, go on friendship exchanges or, um, you know, it's all in the name of making the world a better place. So um, clean water has been a huge initiative. Um I believe our International Services Committee right now received a matching grant from a Rotary District to do a vision program in Thailand. 
Um, so things that, you know, little old Amy here in Spokane can't do on my own, you know, I can't set up a vision clinic in Thailand on my own, but through my Rotary Club and the service we do on those committees, we can be a part of that. So that that's the reach, you know? So if you really want to impact the world, being a member of Rotary is a fabulous way to do it. It really is a strength in numbers organization. Mm -hmm. And with so many like-minded people coming together to support issues like this, there is also a really wonderful aspect of the Rotary meetings where there's an invocation. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes people get a little weird when you talk about, you know, Rotary or these other organizations. They're like, do we have to wear weird hats and like dance in a circle? <laughs> like, you know, there, there are so many stories that you hear. And, but Rotary is so different in that people really come together to support one another. And I love the invocation because it's non-denominational. Mm -hmm. Everybody feels welcome and they talk about their greater purpose, but at the same time, it's rooted in that humanitarian, you know, common ground that we all have. Right. There, And there are so many unique things about how the Rotary meeting is structured so that everyone feels involved and gets connected. Um, what is a typical Rotary meeting like for people who have not attended? Sure, yeah. So um, when you have have a group of 100 people in a room, you obviously need some structure <laughs> to keep everything moving. So we do have a pretty standard agenda. Um, we'll, we actually have a rotary bell that we ding. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, that's probably the most fun part of being president. You know, just hammer on this that. bell, right? Oh so <laughs> when are you going to do that in your life? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you ring the bell and that's a signal for everyone to stand up. And everyone does. And you're right. We have a person um, read an invocation. Uh, Rotary is a non-denominational, um, non-political organization. So it's always um, something that follows those guidelines. And then after that, we usually have a song. And it's usually a patriotic song. So we'll either do the Pledge of Allegiance or um, the National Anthem or um, – I think we just recently sang God Bless America or This Land is Your Land, you know, those kinds of things. So um, I'm a terrible singer, <laughs> terrible. So I usually try to step away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a wonderful music committee that leads those songs. And that's just kind of a, a, a nice way to open the meeting. And um, then everybody sits down. Um, we always uh, welcome everybody and then call out anybody's birthday that happened during the week. So that's kind of fun. Give a little history about where they were born. And and um, in Rotary, we try to bring in people from different professions. So we have what are called classifications. So uh, my classification is dinnerware manufacturing because I work for a company called Zach Designs and we make dinnerware. Um, my father, who's a Rotarian and past president, he um, in his professional life was an attorney. So his classification was law. So we try to do that so that we're getting different viewpoints on, on just about everything within the club. Um, so anyway, we have um, that agenda so that when we announce their birthdays, we'll say what their classification is and um, say where they were born, what their birth date is, um, any activities they do within the club. We'll announce those if they're on committees, they serve on committees, those kinds of things. Um, if they're on the board, et cetera. And then after that, um, every president kind of has a little um, thing that they do. I chose to do a rotary story on each member. So, you know, we, we had two years of COVID, and I think we were one solid year online for all of our meetings. So it was really difficult to connect personally. And then um, Kyle's year last year, uh, we were about half and half. 
um, in person and online. And so I felt like the members were kind of just drifting, right? Mm-hmm. Like we just kind of, I think we've all felt it when you started to come back to, to any group meeting that you attended, um, you know, a school function, a church function, whatever it happens to be, any organization you're in, we all kind of felt a little disconnected because we'd been away from each other for so long. So my goal was to try to reach out to each person and um, get them to tell me a little bit about their story. And then I'm um, reading those to the club and then announcing at the end who the person is and having them stand up so they can kind of connect names, faces. And I think it's been going well. I think the members have been enjoying it. Um, so that's kind of, you know, Kyle had the F words. I chose not to do an F word. <laughs> so I chose to do the stories. <laughs> um, but the F words were fun. And um, and then we usually always have a speaker. So we have a phenomenal program committee that puts together um, our speakers. So every week, you can imagine, it's a big job to meet every week, every Thursday. We meet at the Spokane Club downtown. And then to put together a program that, you know, 150 to 100 people are going to enjoy is is a big challenge. And so I have to tip my hat to our program committee, um, some very thoughtful um, people that can really come up with some great ideas for programs, um, have done a wonderful job so far this year. Um, just yesterday, we had uh, Mr. Sam Lee, the owner of Madison Home Furnishings, come and tell us his story um, about how he escaped communist Vietnam and made it to the United States. Wow. And it was very moving and interesting. And um, we also have business programs. We have nonprofit programs. Um, we've had some really interesting programs on um, startups, how to do how to have a startup, you know, funding, those kinds of things. Um, so anyway, it's, you can't get that anywhere else. You're not going to get a really cool, interesting program every single week. I just don't know where else it's happening. No. So um, if you want to kind of be connected, be in the know, and and learn so much, um, Rotary is the place to be, really. It really is. That, for me, has been my favorite part of going to the meetings is every week there is a ridiculously dynamic and interesting speaker, the programs committee hits it out of the park. It kind of feels like a TED talk every week. Right. You know? Yeah. Where you yeah. really get to learn about yeah. people right here in our community and sometimes beyond who are doing important work. Um, one of my favorites was a spokesman review reporter who went to the Ukraine. Oh yeah. He was so interesting. And then of course learning more about Thomas Hammer's story. Oh. And and we got free samples. Yes. Of course oh. we did. I love oh. those. You just put them in hot water and make instant <laughs> yeah. coffee. It was so good. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah, and his roastery is right down the street from us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so we cool. just had um, Perone Produce came. Mm. Oh. Um, the gentleman who's head of that business came and told us all about uh, their business and learned that the banana is their number one product. And it was very—I mean, these are things that things are happening all around us all the time that we just wouldn't otherwise get exposed to. So yeah. it's very cool. And then we promptly end the meeting at 1.15. Yes. So we start right about 12.15, and we end right at 1.15. So it's a lunch meeting, um, and everybody can get back to work. But it's a great way to kind of, I think I described it yesterday, as getting off the hamster wheel mm. of work and your, you know, and taking a break. And um, I think it's really important to um, – to have that kind of self care where you're you're taking a break from from whatever you're constantly working on, mm-hmm. and um, you know going to Rotary and. 
being in a beautiful building around friends, like-minded people, and getting to hear these fantastic speakers every week. And then also knowing that your, your uh, membership, your work, you know, your time, your treasure, your talent that you're giving to the club is just being magnified uh, for the greater good. Yeah, it seems like Rotary is the perfect antidote to those people that are like, I don't know what I can do as one person in the world. You right. know, how can I make a difference? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's an amazing way to do that. And we really see that when we travel to the as you know, as president, president elect, we get to travel to some really cool conventions. And when you see it on a worldwide scale mm. of what Rotary is doing, you know, it it's very inspiring. And it really um makes you feel like, oh yeah, this is where I want to be. This this was the right choice for me. This is where I want to spend my time, my money, um, you know, and um, hopefully do things like this where we can educate more people and what Rotary does. So yeah. Yeah. could you tell us a little bit more about you've mentioned you both have mentioned committees a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're someone who's interested in getting involved in Rotary, mm -hmm. do you have to be part of a committee? Do you choose? Is there mm -hmm. a variety of committees? Yeah. Yeah. So we really do have a variety of committees. Um, so our club has kind of two arms to it. We have an operations arm, which is just our Rotary club. And then we have what's called RCS, and that stands for Rotary Community Service. So that's our nonprofit arm. So our 501c3. And under RCS, we have many committees. We have uh, the International Service Committee that I mentioned. Um, we have a Disability Services Committee, a Vocational Services Committee. So, I mean, there's probably, I'm not going to remember them all right <laughs> yeah, now, a lot. probably six or seven under that 501c3 that, that grant money to all kinds of different organizations. So, um, just a few that come to mind. I know we've built wheelchair ramps for people who have needed them. Um, the Disability Services Committee sent us some amazing pictures of a track system that was put up in a home for a young girl that's wheelchair bound that just needed to have some independence and get around her home um, without having somebody carry her or, you know, and I mean, the letter we received from her mom was just amazing. So, and the cool thing about Rotary is the committee can meet. We give them a budget based on our fundraising campaign that we have each fall. We give them a budget, and then they meet and decide and determine what what grants they want to fund. So um, we can literally, because our board meets twice a month, we can literally turn around funds for a grant probably within a week, two wow. weeks at most. Oh it's it's a fast way to fund something that needs to be funded quickly. There's no red tape. There, it's just, it just gets done. Wow. <laughs> and the money gets out to where it needs to go. So um, on the the other arm, that's where our program committee lives. Um, our music committee, you know, the committees that help run the club are over here. And then we just had a vaccine. We have a vaccination committee that just did a vaccination clinic Wednesday night at Centennial Middle School. It's free. You just bring your kids, get them vaccinated. They're ready for school. Um, I got to attend one about a month ago, and um, it got, I don't know how many games of Uno I played with the kids while they're waiting their turn. <laughs> they always beat me. But, um, <laughs> but um, you know, it's things like that that get done so fast, and it's all because of the planning from those committees. And um, all of our grant request forms are on our Spokane Rotary website. Um, so anybody, you know, Melissa, if you had a need, a personal need, you know, if you had um, just an example, a child that needed 
um, a wheelchair lift in a vehicle or a vehicle itself. Um, a lot of times we can partner with other organizations where maybe we can't fund it 100%, but we can contribute or match something that another organization is donating so we can actually make things happen. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's really the warm heart piece for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it is incredible to me, you know, especially being on the social media side of being able to promote um, Rotary's programs. It has been such an education about what Rotary 21 has done for Spokane. Tens of thousands of dollars go out every year from these committees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, over the course of, you know, gosh, since 1911, correct? Mm-hmm. There have been so many different projects that they've worked on, mm-hmm. some that are very visible. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that comes to mind to me is the Rotary 21 Fountain mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. right in Riverfront Park. And beyond that, what are some of your favorite projects that Rotary has been a part of over the years, either this sure. year or in the past? Yeah. Um, well, one that we're looking to partner with other clubs right now, I just got um, an email this week from um, Michael at the um, Aurora Northwest Club, where he's he's spearheading a project to replace the firehouse, the children's firehouse that goes out to all of the elementary schools where kids learn what to do if there's a fire in their home. So 30 years ago, the local Rotary Clubs combined and um, had that house built. So as you can imagine, over 30 years and <laughs> thousands of children going through it, oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen it myself, but I know um, that the fire chief did mention that it could it could need to be replaced. So I just shot Michael an email today that um, our board agreed to partner on that. So that's exciting. Hopefully we'll see that come to fruition. Um, a lot of people notice the Manitou Picnic Shelter mm-hmm. in Manitou Park has a rotary plaque on it that was built um, by Rotary 21. Um, and then there's just lots of little things all over, you know. Um, you know, you mentioned scholarships earlier, Melissa. Mm-hmm. A lot of things you can't see, but a lot of scholarships go out to local students. Um, our vocational service committee honors students that have had challenges staying in school and staying on track. And we reach out to the Spokane public schools and ask them, the counselors to send kids our way that normally probably wouldn't get awards so that we can spotlight them and, um, bring them to lunch and, you know, really give them a magnificent time. And then they get, um, some little bit of mad money from us to do (laughs) just for them, whatever they'd like. And then they're also eligible for, uh, I think it's up to about $1,500 right now toward college or um, a technical program, whatever they're doing, whatever their post high school experiences um, will help support that as well. So, um, so there's lots of ways that we touch the community. We're not big on having our names all over everything. So this whole marketing thing is new for us. Um, But, you know, you see the rotary wheel. People see it and they recognize it, but they really don't know what's behind it. So that's why, um, you know, we've enjoyed working with your firm and Aaron to try to make people understand what really rotary is and what that rotary wheel represents. Yeah. And I was one of those high school students who got a thousand dollar scholarship from Post Falls Rotary back in the day. And it was a service based scholarship. So Mm -hmm. I talked about, you know, the work that I did at KMC as a teen volunteer coordinator and, you know, all, I mean, I was the president of like every club in high school. I was that girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was, um, uh, Tracy Flick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely a Tracy Flick. (laughs) But I had so much fun. And, 
I didn't even know the depth that Rotary continues to go to on a daily basis. Um, it's really impressive to see all of those different members come together every week um, to support one another and to support growth in our community. Um, so where can people go to find more information about Rotary if they have some questions, would like to join, or maybe would like to attend a meeting as a guest? Sure. We do have our own website. It's rotaryspokane.com. Um, and that basically has a, a kind of a guest-facing page when you land there so you can see when our meetings are. Um, we have newsletters there so you can kind of see what's going on for the week, what's happened in the past. Um, it does have an email link to Jenna Carroll, our executive director. Um, so you can RSVP if you'd like to be a guest. And we'll certainly um, hook you up with somebody that can host you as a guest so you're not randomly, you know, walking in <laughs> and trying to figure out, do I know anybody here or not? Because we always want to have somebody host you so you feel comfortable and we can introduce you to the club as a guest. So. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm going to do then later. I want to sign up and become a guest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you, you're welcome to be my guest. Yeah. I, I would love to host you. Yes. Perfect. I will yeah. get you connected. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we can do that for sure. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to follow both the work that I'm doing and the work that you're doing um, to talk about Rotary, you can go to at Rotary Spokane on Instagram and Rotary Spokane on Facebook as well. There will be tons of information there, including videos of current speakers. So you can get a better feel of what a meeting is like and updated information about what's happening at Rotary. Now we're going to segue to our very favorite part of this episode, and it's called the Fast Five. We brought it back in honor of the fabulous Vinny, who does sound for our <laughs> podcast, and it was his favorite segment, and so we just could not. We're totally doing five. Yeah, we are going to do five. So we have You to change have... that to four, and I will. <laughs> no, Vinny changed <laughs> it to five, so Vinny gets to, <laughs> to write a fifth question real fast. Somebody changed it to five. <laughs> That's okay. I'll think of one. I'll it's just a rapid fire. Just first okay. thing that comes to your mind. They're all very friendly questions. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's super easy. So the first question that I have for you, because we just had this for dinner, is do you like mac and cheese? And if so, what is your favorite boxed mac and cheese? Well, I love mac and cheese, and my family knows I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> so all of our mac and cheese comes from Costco. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. You need one that's like eat meat? Yeah, you oh, eat, yeah, you bake so it good. in the oven. What is it like um, – well, they have their own in the deli, and then they have that mm -hmm. one that is um, distributed to them. I can't think of the name of it, but Beechers. Beechers. It's so yes. good. Yes. 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 I, we also are big fans. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that is the mac and cheese we eat. If it, pretty much if it comes out of a box, we probably eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Same. Same. I have a special place in my heart for craft. Oh, yes. Yeah. And on the, on the vein of food, what's your favorite restaurant in Spokane? Mm. Oh, good question. So um, my husband and I really like seafood, like oh. salmon and halibut, that kind of seafood. Um, but I think recently, you know, we just haven't been to too many places recently. And I just in this building, we I noticed there's some great places that we need to go check out. But probably Twigs. We like Twigs. Um Gosh, I'm trying to think of some creative places. Of course, Clinker Dagger is always a favorite. So, 
I love <laughs> clinker daggers. Clinker so good. Yeah, we usually try to hit that on our anniversary every once in a while. It's got a great so, view. How yeah, it's not? so nice. Yeah. yeah, so probably twigs or clinker dagger, but we're always looking for good halibut or salmon. So Ooh. Anthony's, we've been to Anthony's several times too. When it comes to halibut, I highly recommend the halibut and papillote at Wiley's when they oh, have it. Okay. It is magical. Okay. That's my favorite, and I love halibut. So okay, that's a big good one. Tip. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing because Vinny added, "Do you know who the It's Corn Kid is?" And I, I could not stop laughing. Have you heard the It's Corn song? No. Oh, I just did the most hilarious reaction video for Melissa. If you Google It's Corn when you get home, you'll see what I'm okay. saying. All right. Super cute that. little kiddo. They made a song with him talking about it. Anyway. Okay. Um, so the next question I have for you is, what is your favorite place to vacation in the Northwest? Oh, so we've spent many years going to the Oregon coast with mm. our kids. Um, you know, we love going down there and um, – we love going to Hawaii. I mean, that's probably not considered the Pacific Northwest, but, um, but yeah, probably those two, but inland Oregon coast for sure. So beautiful there. Mm -hmm. That's a place I haven't been the inland Oregon coast. That seems like something I need to check out. So I appreciate the tip. Have you been to Yahats? Oh yes. Oh, we love Yahats. Yeah. We've gone up and down the entire coast a few times. (laughs) What's your favorite place on the Oregon coast? Um, well, we've, most of the time we stay in Lincoln City, oh, but Lincoln Pacific City. City is a fun little area. We love the um, brewery there. Oh, that's fine. a favorite. Um, and then um, that's kind of our thing. You know, we kind of try to find the brewer- different breweries and um, kind of check them out, you know. Okay. So you're <laughs> my recommendations for breweries on the Oregon coast. Yeah. I love we that. really like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Lincoln City, Pacific City. Um, when we get down south, we usually will do day trips so we can go on the sand dunes and, you know, ride four-wheelers and take sand rail rides and that kind of thing. So, But our kids are getting older, so maybe it'll be just the two of us eventually doing that. <laughs> but More then breweries. grandkids. Yeah, well, we can wait on that for a little while. <laughs> More brewers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. For sure. <laughs> what is your favorite fall treat? Oh, gosh. Well, it's going to be totally cliche, but who doesn't like a pumpkin spice latte, right? Yes. <laughs> so, I love it. I mean, oh. you like it for like the two months yes. and then you're oh. sick of it, but right. it's great. So, yeah. Right now, I'm not sick of it. <laughs> no, we're not so. sick of it. We're ready for it almost. So, yeah. yeah. I love pumpkin everything. Pumpkin, and yeah. You know my favorite thing ever. And even though I'm newly diabetic, I will have one. The pumpkin donuts at Green Bluff. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like yeah. a little bitty religion. Like you go out there, you wait in the line yeah. to do whatever you have to do to get yeah. Yeah. the delicious donuts. Tillamook also makes a really good pumpkin ice cream. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It sounds funny. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. funny, but it's really amazing. So. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> I'm totally going yeah. to get that. I'm going to add that into our notes here. Okay. So the last question we have mm-hmm. for you is – Kind of a morbid question. Okay. A little bit. If you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would it be? My sister. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it's an easy question for me to answer. She died too young. She was 17. So, um, you know, if I could meet anybody, I would want to meet her. Yeah. I bet she'd I have did. a lot of cool stories to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So, for sure. Well, And that's one, one other sure. thing we do. We have a scholarship in her honor at Rotary. It's a performing oh, arts scholarship. That. So it's called the Katie Reeves Performing Arts Scholarship. Oh I've heard of the scholarship yes. because I know people who've been honored with it. Yeah. So I think we're up to oh. um, – it's a $1,000 scholarship given to um, high school students who are going on to study the performing arts in college. 
And um, this is, you know, another thing about Rotary. That's the only way our family could have created the scholarship, really. Mm -hmm. And because Rotary is such a big part of our lives, my parents really wanted to have that scholarship um, facilitated through our vocational service committee. So they handle all the applications and choose the winners. And I think we're over... 30 winners now. So we're somewhere around $35,000 given out in her memory. So gosh, that's amazing. What a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's, it's been wonderful for our family, but I also just know how many students we've impacted. Um, and it's really cool to see what they're doing, you know, where they're going to school. We're friends with them on Facebook and Instagram and see their posts and, it's just a really fun way to to see uh, Katie's legacy. Yeah. That makes so. me so happy. Yeah. Well, I am yeah. grateful for your time and your leadership and for sharing with us about Rotary today and a little bit about your own life. And yeah. we are so excited to get to have you on the show anytime you would like to join oh. us and talk about what Rotary is up to. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much. And thank you for uh, helping me through it. <laughs> That's <Sorry>. my job. <laughs>